Hey, Maddie. What? What do you get when you mix a Virgo and a Sagittarius? A good time. A hot mess. <laughs> Hi there. My name is Allison. I'm Maddie. And we are two best friends from northern Minnesota who both enjoy low-maintenance houseplants, highly caffeinated beverages, and everything spooky. In our podcast, our conversations are going to range from being zen and mindful to strange and unusual. It's not a phase, Mom. Or is it? Wow. What, what a sound. Oof. That was delectable. The best. Delectable. I poured way too much. It's not to the brim, it's so you're fine. It's about to be an episode. Yeah. Oh, what time is it right now? It is currently uh, 12.29. A.M. A.M. On the wolf moon. Heck yeah. It's officially Friday, first. so like... It's a Friday. <gasps> oh my god. And that just made moon. my life. It's the first full moon of January. Yeah. And uh, it's Friday. Yeah. First full moon of 2021, BB. 2021. I paused because I like... Emphasis. Stuttered. I got you. No. Yeah. Total emphasis. Yeah, exactly. Got it. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy that we're doing this because we haven't recorded super late at night before. Never. So this is going to be first. a new adventure, a new experience. It's interesting because we love spooky things and spooky things happen oh. at night. Why would we not do this at night? So what we should do is we should turn all the lights off. I was just going to say all the lights are off. And have a single candle. And then like mirrors everywhere. And then we can just get possessed and die. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Summon a couple demons. You know. Just girly things. Just girly things. <laughs> yeah. Episode 16. Amazing. It's this is crazy. 16. Oh, oh my we god, can drive 16. a car. Wow. Legally at least. I, did, you ever, did you ever watch the Sweet 16 on MTV? No, it made me too. And just, it was so dumb. It was so dumb. I, like, I They're just, so pretentious. Yeah. They're not pretentious. It's pre- like, oh, I wanted a Bentley, not an Audi. It's like, I wanted a pink one, up. not a blue one. Oh, the temper like, tantrums. It's like, okay. I failed my test the first time I took a test. I almost failed. Really? Yeah. Like I guess could... I failed my permit, not my actual like oh, driver's test. Gotcha, gotcha. You almost failed your driver's test? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> you know how I'm terrible at parallel parking? Guys, she calls me when she gets to my house <laughs> and she's like, can you come help me? Well, I... She's got like two cars length. I like just, worth the room. I... And she's like, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> I second guess myself and I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna fit. I'm gonna, like, honey, I'm gonna hit everything, room. and you're like, you got it. You literally have some. I, I, like I know I I know I always have room, but it still stresses me out. Um, no. So like when I was taking my driver's test, the gentleman that was like in the car with me and he was mm-hmm. you know judging me every judging every move. <laughs> he had the clipboard. Okay, he was this old guy. I could not understand a goddamn thing he was saying. Oh no! Like literally, he was a mumbler. And I, oh, no. and he was old. Yeah, he was old. He was and an he old was mumbling. mumbler. And he had his clipboard. He was really cranky too. You could tell that he's done this for like fifty years, and he just oh, fucking no. hates life. Oh no! And I, I was very nervous because I'm a very anxious person. Yeah. And every like little thing, he'd be like, "That's a check off," and he would like <laughs> verbally say, "Oh, you did that wrong," and I was like. <laughs> just like white knuckling it just like super super stressed out about it um and at the end of it uh like one of the last things we did was the 90 degree backup oh god and 
I like hit the cones because I'm not good at 90 degree backups. I'm finding them now. You hit people? They represent people. They do not represent people. They represent cones. Oh my God. So I, the thing is, thankfully he was, he was so old and apparently senile. He didn't realize that I hit the cones. Oh my God. So I passed. Okay. But I technically shouldn't have. So if you're ever on the road with Allison. I'm a great driver. Shut up. It's fine. Don't. Be. just don't let me parallel park or do a 90 degree backup and we're fine oh my god no, it's good it's fine <laughs> that's terrifying but that's oh great oh my gosh i had like a super hot guy oh who was my driver's ed person that'd be more nerve-wracking he was so pretty he was yeah. like bald and buff and tattoos everywhere <laughs> But what? I'm sorry. I'm just imagining like me at like 15. If I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's so hot. The first thing that comes to mind is not he's, he's bald. bald. Like no, no offense to anyone that is bald. Like obviously, like that's like super attractive. But like he's like Vin like, Diesel bald. Okay, you not like Danny DeVito then, bald. You should have started with that. You should have led with that. Next time, lead with okay, like well, he's he was covered like, in tattoos. Okay. And he was hairless. And Next I'd time, like, All right, I Mr. tell you Clean. this story. Like, there we go. For the first time again. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> God, oh, he smelled so good. Yeah. What do you smell like? I want to say, like, aqua de jour, but I feel like everyone... Du jour? What? Du jour? Aqua de Gio? Aqua de jour? What is... Du jour? What is that? Dior? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that, that's... Oh, what is that from? That's from, like... Du jour? No, it's no. not delivery. No, <laughs> let me think. No, like, oh god, what is that from? That's like, uh, it was like what a word? band. A it was band. from like some '90s show. What word? Du jour or like, du jour? Yeah, I think you're the one that's senile. I think I mean, yeah, I, I, I must be glitchy. No, that's from like, oh, that's well, from something. We'll think of it. I probably won't. But okay, well, you know, it's there. Okay. It's somewhere. That was that was good. I like your get up right now. I do too. I am currently in like a little burrito blanket. With skulls. My blanket has skulls in it. And roses. And my pajamas have skulls on it. Yeah. It's great. It's a really big vibe. Yeah, so you have to coordinate your life. Yep. Um I like your jammies too. This is kinda morbid, but they remind me of the boy in striped pajamas. Oh. But they're red pajamas. They're a different color then, so it's like a little bit more lively. Well, and it's I've never like, seen that movie. Really? It's really fucking yeah. sad. I had to yeah, watch it in school. Yeah, that's why I haven't. Oh, God. Fifth grade. Oh. Oh. And then this chick that I went to school with puked on the floor that day. Like, well, but it was really was playing? Yeah, and it was silent. And that's what freaks me out to this day. Oh, and that's God. why I still remember it so vividly is because it was absolutely silent. It just like fell out of her mouth. Silent and then everyone's like. terrifying. Right? Like, I yell into how, the toilet. I literally scream. Yes. Like how? I'm hoarse the next day. Oh, yeah. You are too. Oh, yeah. The same thing. It just it's, fell it's out like, of her it's mouth. It's like a possession. It, and I was like, just, whoa. I'm like, oh, I what's that? was sitting behind her. Oh, dear God. Yeah. But anyway, watch that movie in school. It's very sad. It's it's about um, a boy in a concentration camp, mm-hmm. and at the end of their lot, they have a fence, and this other little boy from a family meets him at the fence every day, and he talks about like what happens in the concentration camp, 
Oh my god. That's and it's really fucking sad. But it's a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's like a horrible movie. But, but it's, it's like, like a really well put together yeah, movie. I feel like there there's certain movies that are like classic, like great cinematic masterpieces, but yeah. they make your heart very sad. Very sad. Like I have a list of those movies that I know I want to see someday because they are just good movies and I need to. Mm-hmm. But I also don't like to feel those things. So yeah. I just don't. Like I really want to watch The Green Mile. Oh my gosh. I know that's, that's such a good movie. I know. I it's need to. It's a heart wrencher though. Yeah. Like, I know it's worth it, but oof. Kind of want to read the book first. But I don't know. I feel like that would be worse. Probably. But I don't know. I feel like with a book, you can just, like, close it and set it down. Like, if you're watching a movie, you yeah. just, you don't want to just, like, pause it and leave. Because then it's like, right. all right, well, I only got, like, 20 minutes left. Might as well. Right. Ugh. Speaking of books and movies, I'm so pissed. Oh, I, yep. <clears throat> I don't know if anyone else reads these books, but I... Ever since high school, um, I like to read the After series by Anna Todd, and I've read them a few times. And basically, the movies just came out recently, and they suck. They're, they're completely trash. incorrect. They don't. They're not. The, the, it's not. It's not. And like, it, there's just, they're so wrong. They're so wrong. <laughs> I'm wondering if this is how. <laughs> I'm wondering if this is how Harry Potter fans felt when the movies came out because I'm mm. pissed about it. I don't know. I feel like with the Harry Potter, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there are some things that were like slightly different or things that were left out. But I don't know if it was that drastic of a like y'all booked up. I feel like the Harry Potter movies yeah. compared to the books like I mean, I haven't read all the books, unfortunately. I know. I, I haven't to. either. Okay. But I, I should. I want to. No, I know. Like I have them all. We need to. Yeah. We should yeah but all the movies are incredible and like as like i watched the movies first and then i'm working on reading the books mm-hmm. um like it, it it's very similar like i like obviously there's some things that aren't the same but maybe i just feel like that because i watched them first and i'm like oh the book's good oh. so yeah i'm not like die hard potterhead or whatever you call potterhead <laughs> i don't know i feel like that's a thing potter more is like the website yeah you go on yeah i don't know Anyways. A wizard? Not a fucking wizard, Harry. <laughs> Hagrid, you fat oaf. I'm not a fucking wizard. Anyways. That, that's in the movie, if yeah. you don't know. Or don't. I, uh, no, it's not. But it's, it's the, the Adelaide version. Yeah, so if you um read the after books or know the, the movie, let's chat. Because mm-hmm. Harden Scott is just not Harden Scott. Oh. I'm so mad. Anyway. Also, the way she walks bothers me. I'm so picky. <laughs> She walks like a fucking penguin. It's like, waddle yourself out of there. Also, oh. Anna Todd makes a really awkward appearance in her in the second movie. Oh, like the author does? Yeah, the oh. author. And it's like this rant, although. Oh. <laughs> although. Dylan Sprouse is in the second one. Okay. And he's like the cute, awkward guy that works at the same place as her. And okay. he is just, oh, he Beautiful. aged like fine wine. Good old blue cheese. I was like, what? <laughs> Sweet <laughs> life who? Sweet life you? <laughs> like, anyways, but oh, she opens a scene with, like, her sitting with two girls in the mm-hmm. corner of the screen. And it's like, oh, do you write books? And she's like, yeah, I've written a few and then it's it pans so out. It's so awkward. And I'm just she like. She's like, I want to have this bruh. like little blurb on the movie. And they're like, sure. What do you want to say? Uh, 
I don't know. I read books. Like I don't even like, think okay. they gave her that. I think they were just like sit there and say this because the whole fucking movie's wrong. So it's I don't. Trash. Yeah. Huh. I'm sorry. That was aggressive. I don't need no, to swear okay. that much. I mean, <laughs> I'm just fine. upset. She's full of rage. Full of rage. I feel like that. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of awkward when authors like hop into movies. I think the only one that does it well is Stephen King. Because he's just like randomly. He's in his movies randomly i don't even notice it yeah that's amazing because he does it so well props to honestly yeah. Ste- he god <sighs> stephen king amazing and it's crazy too like the amount of drugs and like alcohol that was in his system when he wrote some of his books yeah I, like i i don't know how i did it i wouldn't even be able to like write my name <laughs> i think and he yeah. just writes masterpieces yeah like he writes like a whole ass book like apparently he doesn't even remember writing cujo He's like, oh yeah, I Can you imagine? way too much coke. And I feel like it, oh it my God. definitely fueled it because it's like, I, mean, I haven't read the book. I haven't seen the movie. You it's know the story. Hulu, but like, yeah. I know the gist. Like, I wouldn't, I don't know. That's crazy. I know. I think there, there was another, there was another book too that apparently that's when he was struggling with alcoholism real bad. And he's like, yeah, that was hot miss, but still won a lot of awards. <laughs> feel like he can wow still, he can still do great things when he's under the influence but damn mm-hmm. all right what are we gonna talk about today how like how i know it's going? like how do you segue out of that i don't know Ooh. the lights just changed you notice that shut the front door what i probably just blinked too slow <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just like uh, oh with the lights <laughs> Yeah, I didn't notice anything. I mean, I, I, I appreciate it. I believe Good you. old flicker. Okay. All right. Um, well, I'm going to talk about ventriloquism <gasps> today. What are you going to talk about? I want to talk about the Dyatlov Pass. Wow. So Unfortunately, like, we didn't have Russian it? vodka to drink with that. I know. But Yeah, as I was going through the websites, I, like, I saw these names listed, and I was like, I still don't know how to pronounce <laughs> She's them. She's like, Betty, they keep getting longer. No, literally, like, as I was going through the list, I was like, this person's middle name is longer than their last name. I, I don't know how to read it. <laughs> We're so white. It's, it's just, like, it's painful. It's extremely Caucasian. Like, I am a plain bagel <laughs> with plain cream cheese. Not even everything but the bagel. The like, hard kind, too, that you oh, can't yeah. spread, so you just rip the bagel. Yeah, it's just a mess. Just, just a mess. It's, I, it's, I'm so white, so I'm just saying this right now. Like, I'm so sorry. I just... I'm going to try. Yep. But it's not going to go well. Yep. And that's that's where we're at. That's that. What wow. are you... So we started this with you, you glugging your wine. Glug, glug, oh, glug, yeah. Glug, glug. Oh, God. I just... that I want that as, like, mm. my ringtone. Honestly. Can you imagine Alarm waking clock. up to Ugh. that? Glug, glug, glug. Ugh. I I'd be like, chills. where's my I wine? I just got full body I just, chills. I like, would pour it in my coffee, though. Um, if anyone wants to know, I aspire to be Linda Belcher. I feel like I am Linda Belcher, yep. and I feel like Brad's Bob, yeah. and I feel like our kids are the kids, mm-hmm. and it's great. Yep. And anytime I drink wine, I feel like oh Bobby, yeah. oh Bobby, you know, just like <laughs> mommy does get drunk. Mommy has fun. Mommy has fun. But then I also feel like I don't know. I feel like a lot of th- wine makes me just I don't even know mm. happy. I'm talk about so happy. Happy. Do you know what that's from? Uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes. The princess. I feel like that movie's a fever dream, and I only saw it once. It's. But 
I know it's you, incredible. I know. Need, it's like Monty Python. You just I, need to watch it. Yeah, I, I need to. Manly men. Man in tights? Yes. They're <laughs> oh. like flamboyant and sassy. And <laughs> there was a scene. <laughs> and um, <laughs> a guy's name is Blinken. And it's funny because he's blind. <laughs> and so the... Oh, God. I think it's... um, What's his name? Oh, he's, he's a comedian. Ah, oh, yeah, that man. <laughs> the African-American you know, the, the comedian. Uh, okay, I'm researching it right now. Um, Basically, it's it was a Mel Brooks film. And um, Carrie Ells is in it. Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. He's, his name is yes. Achoo. <laughs> and um, basically, he goes, hey, Blinken. But the guy's like, hey, Blinken. <laughs> like the president. <laughs> And then he, like, tries to jump on a horse, and he doesn't hit it. And then Dave Chappelle's like, God, white men can't jump. And it's so funny. I just, (laughs) I love that movie. It's a classic. Oh, that's funny. You gotta watch it. I need to watch that. What are you drinking? I am drinking a good old hard cider, because I like my apple juice. Apple juice. It is the Woodchuck brand, and it's their mimosa variety. Ooh. So it's literally, like, juice apple juice and orange juice wow and it's so good wow it's so good makes me happy it's a beautiful can it's too like breakfast i really like it wow that's me i swear i'm in it because it says to like <laughs> one I more time like... oh okay that was a good one i like that one no it says to like uh, give it a slight shake because like it's mostly orange mm. juice it's only it lightly yeah. carbonated mm-hmm. yeah what are you drinking and you're drinking wine obviously well obviously but what kind um Ob's my fave. 19 Crimes. This one's The Uprising. Ah. It's um, aged in rum barrels, and I thought it was bourbon aged. Yep. And, and then I said burble barren aged. Yep. And you were, I was like, all right, I'll go get your burble wine. Yep. And I, uh, <laughs> I didn't even have a lot of wine by that point, so I'm just literate, basically. <laughs> just can't talk. Yep. Beautiful. 2019, 15%. A fine yeah. year. 2019 yeah. was a pretty good year. It was decent, you know? Yeah. Oh, but yeah, God. that's what I'm drinking. Chug what, lugging. What, what year is yours? Uh, Does it say? This year. Today's year. I would year. hope. Uh, 2020. Yeah, no, it doesn't say. It's gluten-free, so that's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who cares about the year? It's gluten-free. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't, they don't have dates on cider. It's kind of... Established in 1991. That's all we need to know. Great. There we go. Beautiful. All right. Shall we get into it? Yeah. Just jump in. Tell, Tell me. me about... No, you go first. Oh, I'm going first? Oh, I yeah. thought you were going first. Oh. You want me to go first? I, I don't care. Either way. I mean, I can. Do you want... Okay. So, hmm. I'm trying to think. Because yours goes. is, like, creepy. Yeah, well, that's the What thing. the shit? You can't no. nose goes me after I grab my I know. You have something in your hands. With that's something cheating. in my hands. Yeah. Well, did you start last time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll take it away then. I love it. Okay. Do it. Well, you had your book Take out, though. I'm taking it. I'm doing it. Okay. So. A secret place. Just like that. So I'm going to be talking about the Dyatlov Pass. And if you're like, what the heck is that? Um, it's Russian. Like we said. <laughs> so I'm just going to spell out Dyatlov because it, it sounds like it's more than one word, but that is one word. It is. Russian. Yes. D-Y-A-T-L-O-V. Dyatlov. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I think I am. Listen to a couple other podcasts about it, and I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it okay. 
Cue the Armageddon scene of, this uh, is how we do it at the Russian space station. Yeah. Okay. So I apologize, but yeah. Okay. So if you've never heard of this, I'm, uh, you're, you're going, you're going to get learned. So I'm going to tell you Okay. What? You're going to get learned. (laughs) I'm going to educate you. Okay. Okay. So the Dyatlov Pass incident um, happened a while ago before we were born. In what specific year? That was a... Why did you say it like I don't that? Know why I, said it like that. <laughs> I just I wanted to like start it like oh it was, it was a while ago but like to me a while ago could be Before like last we week yeah, yeah right. so long ago <laughs> okay That's so really sorry it's my chocolate oh, do it do it right up to the mic you can I just oh beautiful All why right. are you <laughs> it's like ASMR okay in the winter of 1959. The end of January, uh, 10 Russian hikers from the Ural Polytechnical Institute in. Uh, you got it. Yak- oh, God. Okay. You got it. Yekaterinburg. There we go. Ooh. Wasn't too bad. Yekaterinburg. Yekaterinburg. Yeah. So, <laughs> 10 hikers uh, from an institute. They, it was composed of nine students and one instructor. The instructor fought in World War II. And the 10 of them, so they all set out to, oh my gosh, this is just bananas. Like, researching this? Oh, oh gosh. So, they set out on a 200-mile skiing and mountaineering trek into the Ural Mountains. Absolutely not. No, thank you. <laughs> That's, uh, end of story. <laughs> I just wanted- I have more. <laughs> what? Um, I just wanted to say earlier, I was going to say, luckily we don't have any listener- listeners in Russia, so they can't, like, make oh. fun of us. <laughs> But we do. So. We do. Russia, a, I'm really sorry that we're, we can't We're very sorry. Uh, forgive us. We're trying. That's, Please forgive us. You know, A for effort, <laughs> but we're just, we're just doing our best. So they really like uh, skiing and mountaineering and trekking. So they were like, oh, let's go to a 200-mile hike. Uh, like anyone would? Yeah, you know. Who doesn't? A casual two-month two <laughs> I think it was, it was a two-week thing. So they're going to do like two... I know. I know. That is unreal. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So they, uh, at end of January, they all traveled to this location. And they, you know, did I have to say set sail. No, they, they, did not, sail. they did not set sail. They, you know, started their adventure. One of them, unfortunately, decided to turn back because he had rheumatism and a general, uh, like rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, okay. So he had some pains. And he also had a heart defect. So... He decided that he couldn't go any further, which, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want to go on hike either. I'd be like, oh, my knees. But he actually, oh, my knees. He, he had some really bad joint pain, and plus it was like 20 plus below zero in the wintertime in Russia. So, like, understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So, the snowy slopes, uh, they finally ended up uh, setting up camp. And, you know, they, they made their way. The weather kind of started to turn bad a little bit, but they found it a good, a decent spot to kind of hang out for a little while. So they set up their camp and the place, the, the slopes that they set up camp were called Kalat. You ever just like look at a word and you're like, I'm going to butcher it. Okay. Colat cycle. That's I'm not gonna try it again. I that's not how it's pronounced, but spell it. Okay, so K H O L A T. 
Colette. Colette? Colette, yeah. Colette? Probably just like Colette. <laughs> I'm thinking probably too like much. Probably like Bird. <laughs> 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 That's it. And uh, it is S-Y-A-K-H-L. So like. Got so many codes. Yeah. I, <laughs> we're getting through this. I It does get good. It's not just me not knowing how to read. I promise. So that specific word that I have a hard time with, those slopes, uh, it translates to dead mountain. Oh, God. <gasps> translates Shut to the dead mountain door. in the language of the region's indigenous Mansi people. Oh, so, my gosh. Indigenous people in the area are like, oh, yeah, that, that's Hello. dead mountain. And like, they yeah. decided to camp there because that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Oh so each member of the group, um, which consisted of eight men, two women, well, the one man went back, so this is, you know, seven men, two women. Uh, they were oh all God. experienced grade two hikers with a, you know, ski tour experience. And by finishing this trek, they would receive their grade three certification once they okay. returned. So this is a big deal, <clears throat> you know. It was important to them. It yep. wasn't just like, oh, a little weekend trip. Oh. They were taking it very seriously. They're like, nah, I gotta win. And they're like, I gotta get certified. So this route undertaken in February was estimated as a category three, uh, which is the most difficult time to traverse. So they literally picked the worst time to trek because this is February. Absolutely not. Well, end, end of January, February, this is just chaos it's like i don't i don't understand it yep i just no oh it stresses me out i feel like that's why i had to get wrapped up in a blanket because researching this i just got really cold because i was just imagining like being out in the wilderness oh my in the god cold, in the snow oh my god and back nope. in the nope. late 50s early 60s like they probably didn't have like some really nice parka i mean maybe they did. yeah they did well yeah they, they did but like in my mind it's not like <laughs> They, had, they only had the pantyhose. <laughs> no, I know. I know they did. Saddle shoes. I don't know. <laughs> just the petticoats. No, I, I don't know. It just, I just feel like they were colder. I feel like if if they truly wanted to go and trek 200 miles worth of something, they're not just going to bring a rain jacket. No, I know. I know that they were prepared, but like, yeah. I feel like prepared then compared to prepared now would be slightly different. So, okay. it just stresses me out. I needed to bundle up. Okay. So, back to the story. Sorry, everyone. So, before leaving, Dyatlov, which is the main expedition dude, he um, he had agreed with the other person that decided to go back. He was like, hey, we will send a telegram uh, as soon as the group returns so that they make sure that, you know, they get back at the same time. Because it wasn't just like, oh, hey, I'll text you. Like, you know, it was... It was a while before they could, like, you know, get to know mm-hmm. where everyone else. I need to summon my carrier pigeon. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot of carrier pigeons in this day. <laughs> so it was expected that this would happen no later than the 12th of February. And it was probably assumed that it was going to be a little bit longer just because the weather was ridiculous and it was normal with expeditions like this for it to take a couple days later. So they probably figured, you know. Maybe the 15th, maybe the 16th, you know, mid-February, for sure. But, unfortunately, uh, the 12th passed, no messages had been received, there was no immediate reaction, you know, delays were normal, Mm -hmm. 
But then the 20th of February hit, and the hikers' relatives demanded a rescue operation, and the head of the institute sent their rescue groups, which consisted of volunteer students and teachers. So, not good. Babies. So the search and rescue team found their abandoned campsite as well as their heavily damaged tent on February 26th. The next day, some of their bodies were found near a cedar tree. Oh, God. Yes, we we just jump right in. They're all dead. Okay. Um, Yeah, so, sorry. (laughs) Over the next few months, the rest of their bodies were found scattered across the mountain slope. Some had their skulls and chests smashed open. What the hell? Others were missing their eyes. One unfortunate individual was missing his tongue. Uh, why do you cut? What do you do with the tongue? Uh, is it like a keychain? Do you like hang it from your it like good luck or like a bunny foot? I don't. Like, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> like I'm just nervous. That's when when you looked over earlier and I was writing these these notes and I was like, huh, huh. You just like, <laughs> just like saw me like like shiver like shaking the quiver in my boots like that's (laughs) that's what was going on because i was reading the wikipedia page and i was like okay yep their skulls oh that's not good oh their chest oh their tongue their eyes oh their tongue like i just (laughs) it just kept getting bad so that's terrifying not good and that's that's the thing like that would that happen if it was like you don't just Okay, we'll, we'll get into that. I just There's lots of theories. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. So, a criminal investigation at the time blamed their deaths on an unknown natural force. Natural? And Nothing natural? I'm saying this in quotations. There are quotations air around quotes. this. It's like, Fingers. oh yeah, air, air quotes. So, an unknown natural force. And the Soviet bureaucracy kept the case very hush-hush. Mm. Not good. Not good. We don't like that. Who leaked it? Who leaked it? I don't, I don't know. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> so you can easily view. They have pictures of the tent. Oh, God. And <gasps> it's just. Uh, can I look it up it, yeah, right now? Yeah, just do, do a quick search. So it's the Dyatlov Pass incident. Just look up the Dyatlov Pass tent. Oh, my God. Okay. And you keep talking. looking at the we'll same thing. It. Yeah. So uh, just. <gasps> hot mess yeah oh my god it's like shredded yeah what the hell also this looks this photo looks like it's from like the 40s that's why i'm like they didn't have shoes they were so cold (laughs) i know they had shoes shoes. i'm not dumb but like i just oh it just bothers me oh i'm knocking stuff over okay (sighs) okay so Okay, so they found their tent, and the campsite baffled the search party, obviously. Mm -hmm. So the student who found the tent had said that the tent was half torn down and covered in snow. It was empty. All of the group's belongings and shoes were left behind inside. So they really didn't have shoes. They really didn't have shoes. Oh, God. They didn't. Oh, no. Okay. We're going to hell for laughing. We are. <laughs> we are already going to hell. It's fine. Okay. It was empty and all... Oh, I already said that. Blah, blah, blah. So, investigators had said that the tent had been cut open from the inside. <sighs> and I don't know why that's so much more creepy. 
Wait, so like the floor of the tent? No, like the top of the tent. The top of the... So it's like they were trying to get out? Yes. <gasps> like... Oh my god. Got goosebumps? I got goosebumps. I have goosebumps. Like I've heard this story so many times, but every time I'm just like... Ugh. Yeah. Oh my god. So, torn from the inside. What about like hysteria? Maybe they were hungry... We're going to get into that. Okay. So there are, there's so many different, I mean, obviously this is like <laughs> conspiracy like, theories. Food dream. equals hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> they were hungry, so they were angry and they had to get out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, who knows? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so cut open from the inside and moving along. So there were nine sets of footprints uh, and the footprints were left by people wearing only socks or barefoot, like the, you know. There weren't shoes, though, because all their shoes were left in the tent. Yeah. So. That's weird. And it was 20 below zero in Russia in the wintertime. Okay. In February. Okay. Like, my f- I need to put socks on or something. I'm just cold <laughs> reading this. So, the nine sets of footprints, um, they could be followed, and they were leading down the edge of a nearby woods on the opposite side of the path. Ooh, of the pass. I promise I can read. So, then after about, about 1,600 feet the tracks were covered with snow so like the, the you know the tracks kind of stopped mm-hmm. obviously it's hard to track people in wintertime if there's like right. snow it's like poof ah, who knows what's under there yeah so at the forest edge um under a large siberian pine the searchers uh they found a visible remains of a small fire and that is where they found the first two bodies like i said it was by that tree <sighs> shoeless and they were only dressed in their underwear Ugh. The branches, oh my gosh, I, deep uh, breath, (laughs) it's just, uh, okay, so the branches on the tree were broken up to five meters high, suggesting that one of the individuals had climbed to look up for something, like perhaps like looking back for their camp if they were like, oh my god, let's go on a hike in our underwear. Is my math correct if I say 18 feet, three meters, no, three feet and a meter? times five there's three feet in a yard three feet fuck me okay i, I can't do we're, math. we can't do math either so <laughs> <laughs> don't ask us to do anything <clears throat> um yeah so five meters high da, 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 da. so between the tree and the camp the search and rescue team found three more corpses 16 feet i was close so close okay so four more corpses three three more corpses three more so there's two and there's three. Yep. And the people, the bodies that they found, they were in poses that were kind of suggesting that they were trying to return to the tent. Mm. Like you could see kind of how they were laying, that it looked like they were kind of trying to make their way back there. Oh my God, like crawling? I, it's hard to say. They were very That's frozen. That's oddly specific. What I know, does that I, mean? I don't know, okay? I, I wasn't like a, on the search and rescue team back oh here. God. I wasn't there case you didn't know because i wasn't born yet because we weren't born yet okay (laughs) okay so finding the remaining four travelers took more than two months like i said so they were found on may 4th which is long time holy shite yeah gotta wait until the snow melts oh no yeah yeah so they were found under 13 feet of snow oh my god in a ravine oh 246 feet further into the woods from the first initial tree. Yeah. 
the three of the four oh my god were better dressed than the others and there were signs that some clothing of those who had died first had been removed and used by the others so the first people <gasps> died took off their clothes can you put imagine? them on i cannot that is why i have goosebumps right now <laughs> oh my god i have full body goosebumps yeah my kneecaps have goosebumps yes so one of the individuals was wearing um another person's burned torn trousers and their left foot and shin were wrapped in a worn jacket so like shit's injury. going down yeah. Uh, injury yeah not good so like i said that there was like an investigation going on uh it's, that started immediately after the first five bodies were found a medical examination found that no injuries uh that might have led to their death so like they were like oh yeah no they just died of hypothermia oh, girl. i was like like that's fair because the last step in hypothermia is or like the I final step yeah. is like getting warm so you take off your clothes yes so that but. is there's a but that's the thing like that kind of makes sense i'm like okay yeah. so the first five people they were just found in their undies so like okay hypothermia you know that was concluded i feel like there are just so many other factors that play into it though that it's like i don't know if that's the only reason <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly mm. So Continue. one of the individuals uh, had a, a crack in his skull, like I had said. Ugh. But the coroner was like, "Oh no, no, no! That wasn't fatal, though. That was just that was just a crack. Like that didn't kill him. Just to be a fact. If, if I had cracked in the skull, I'd, <laughs> that, I, I feel like that would just be instant. Like I know if you've heard people, like, oh, you crack your head open, they're fine. But like, yeah, I feel like if you're in the cold, was you didn't just, a, was a bonfire that be unconscious with the skull crack? Isn't that maybe what song is that from i don't know anyway i don't know i was like i thought you were thought you were talking about an actual bonfire that you had been to where someone cracked their head open no, and i, I was like, like this song. is a story for a different day i <laughs> don't know <laughs> oh my goodness okay so an examination of the four bodies found in may kind of switched the narrative a little bit so three of the hikers had fatal injuries oh God. i'm not gonna say their names because i'm gonna butcher it so one of the person one of the people they had a major, major skull damage. Like, like skull cracked open. That was a good crunch. It was a perfect timing. I was like, their skull was <laughs> cracked open. And you're just like, crunch on chocolate bar. Beautiful. Really, you know, tied into the moment here. I really am trying to make this so Really immersive. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Immersive experience. The dinner theater. <laughs> Beautiful. So, major skull damage. And two other people had really, really bad chest fractures. Oh, and man. according to Boris Vronstadeni, I think I said that okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go with that. So, according to this Boris fellow, uh, the force... <laughs> Stop laughing at me. The force Boris. required to cause such damage would have been extremely high, like, comparable oh, to, like, a car crash. Oh, my God. Yeah. You can't just, like... Put That's on not your light up like, sneakers and run oh, into a tree. Well, exactly. It's, well, he, take off your light up sneakers and then run into a tree because they were barefoot. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Oh my socks. God. Put on your put on your best wool socks. <laughs> run head first into a tree. That's not going to be the equivalent of a car crash, <laughs> unless you are so fast. I just I don't think. I, just, I don't think that's possible. No. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> okay. And another thing is that the bodies had no external wounds associated with the bone fractures. Sure. I'm Shut the done. fuck up. I'm not done. They, As if they had been subjected to a high level of pressure. They go boom. They go boom? 
Yeah. So it was like pressure from the inside of the body. There was no <gasps> external wounds from the outside that caused the fractures. What causes that? <sighs> okay. What co- what goes boom? What makes them go boom? We're going to get into that. Oh my God. You guys, <laughs> I'm panicking. She's literally just like. <sighs> okay. So, I keep getting like closer and closer to the fetal position as she tells <laughs> the like, story. I'm just like slowly like. Hunching. Yeah. You know? Get yourself a little little blanket helps with that. I should. So the four bodies that were found at the bottom of uh, the creek. So they're you know when they were found, all the you know dead. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like my face is just oh like disgusted. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go grab a blanket. Okay, one second. I got my blanket now. It's just upsetting yeah. to listen to. Okay, I don't like it. Where were we? You were telling me about oh, the yeah the bodies in, in the creek. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. So, all four bodies that were found at the bottom of the creek in a running stream of water had soft tissue damage to their head and face. For example... Oops, sorry. One of the gals, like I said, with the tongue, she... No, it was a girl tongue? That makes it so much weirder for some reason. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. Okay. Just got it. Full sin. So, she was missing her tongue, her eyes... What the? Part of her lips, as well as facial tissue and a fragment of skull bone. While another gentleman, uh, or a gentleman, he had his eyes missing, like eyeballs gone. What in the internet woods <laughs> is this? And Alexander Kolotov. I yep. thought I could say the last name, but I couldn't. Alexander, uh, he was missing his eyebrows. Odd thing to be missing. Oh my god. Just, just what if he- this was I- like an... Like an Ed Gein thing? What's no? Who's the guy that like put the skin on himself? Yeah, that's Ed Gein. Okay, but <sighs> this okay. I, anyway. Yeah. Eyebrows? That's very odd. Nah, just just so just the just hair. Just shaved off his hair. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Keep going. <clears throat> okay. Get worse. It, it gets worse. God damn it! So a forensic expert that was performing the postmortem examination judged that those injuries happened postmortem after he was dead yeah someone came after he was dead to shave his eyebrows <laughs> off like oh this dead guy would look better without eyebrows <laughs> I, I don't know clearly he was southern <laughs> what was I, that I, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay oh my god anyway One in the morning we're talking about tongues okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Initial speculation. Are you ready? I'm ready. Theory number one. Uh, speculation. speculation. Not, not, not full okay. on theory. Okay. We're going to get into theories. Okay. So buckle up. So the indigenous people, the Mansi people, like I'd said, that they you know, were like, oh yeah, that's Dead Mountain. So those people, there was some speculation that the reindeer herders local to the area had attacked and murdered the group for encroaching upon their land. Several Mansi people were interrogated, but the investigation indicated that the nature of the deaths did not support this hypothesis. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I highly fucking doubt that happened. Yeah, no, I feel like... I don't know. I That's feel like for the indigenous, Yeah, I feel like the if indigenous people in the area were like, hey, we don't want you hiking here, it might just be like, I'm going to scare you away. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make you burst from the inside out and take your ball... Your eyeballs. Your balls. <laughs> your eyeballs. <laughs> Your eyeballs and your tongue, like, that's, I just, I don't think. 
I don't think so. And yeah, so they were investigate they were interrogated, but it indicated that, you know, it didn't support the hypothesis because mm-hmm. only the hiker's footprints were visible. So unless the Mansi people could like fly. Hover? I don't know. Hover. You know, that there was just no wow. sign of hand to hand struggle. And although the temperature was very low, like thirty below. Well, like twenty two below. I was reading Celsius and I was like, oh god, I'm like Fahrenheit. <laughs> Because, yeah, with the storm blowing, like, just crazy weather, Mm. the dead were only partially dressed, which is a weird thing. Like Mm -hmm. I said, that they didn't really have much clothes on. Mm -hmm. Some of them only had one shoe. Others only wore one sock. Like, it's just just weird. That is very weird. And some were found wrapped in snips of ripped clothing. Like I would said before, you know, an injury. Why are you looking at me like that? I, I yawned with my mouth closed. So ah. It was like a weird eye. Just like, thing. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I looked over like at the end of that, and then I was like, "Why?" Just like, couldn't yeah. tell if it was a smirk. No, or you, it was okay. strictly my. I was yawning okay. with gotcha. my mouth closed. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, oh my gosh, this is. <sighs> so, just kind of circling back, making sure we're all caught up. Tent had been ripped open from within. Mm. The victims had died six to eight hours after their last meal. Traces of the camp, traces from the camp showed that all members left the campsite on their own accord on foot. And some levels of radiation were found on one victim's clothing. What the fuck? Yeah. There were, okay. There were Russian, like, KGB agents, or there was, like, a Russian army thing nearby. They stumbled upon it, Mm. and then they're like, bra-ra-pa-pop. Blah, You're blah. Too close. You solved it. I've solved it. Beautiful. Radiation. Fucking nukes. They had nuclear shit or around that time. A Yeti. I don't think a Yeti has radiation. You don't know that. I think aliens of some kind could have Maybe radiation. An alien Yeti. An alienated Yeti? No, just like a Yeti who's also an alien. Um Who's to say I like my KGB theory yeah. more? Okay. Anyways. Okay. Tell me tell me more. Well. No. Tell me more. Okay. It's just... Mm. The thing that gets me the most... I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but I don't care because it's, I need to. Yes. Like, the force of the blows had been too strong <sighs> and no soft tissue had been damaged. That's the thing. It's just like... a boom. But the outside was... Fi- I just... Ugh. That okay. is just unnerving. Like, <sighs> I'm... My toes Uncomfy. are curled. Yeah uncomfy yes so like i said they were like oh yeah it's just a compelling natural force la, la, la. and there was a study that came out in 2019 that are like oh well, we you know we've been researching avalanches and it could be this certain type of avalanche and like yes i definitely think it could be an avalanche for the people that died of hypothermia that makes right. sense or that could maybe explain the reason of why they yeeted out of their tent so fast if they like heard a little rumbling and they're like oh my god we get to get out of here right because they kind of picked a bad spot to camp they should have gone a little bit further down into more wooded area versus just kind of out in the open where they were but it was really snowy and they didn't see and they were just like here let's just camp right here yeah so could have been an avalanche maybe it was i don't know i don't think avalanches take out your eyeballs and tongues though that's the eyebrows yeah, and they yeah. don't make you boom from the inside. That no. would cause asphyxiation. Like, people right. that 
die in avalanches is because they're suffocated from the snow. Mm-hmm. That's it. That that obviously is unfortunate, and people, you know, that that's very sad. But yeah. Ugh. Okay. God, that's really sad. Yes. Ugh, this is a tough episode. <laughs> Hefty. Yeah, no, I know. <clears throat> okay, so in the 1990s, it was revealed that negatives from one of their cameras were kept in a private archive because when they found their campsite they found all their stuff so they had diaries like cameras all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. and they took all that stuff archived it and the film material uh was later donated and the diaries of the hiking party went into russia's public domain in 2009 so like all this stuff was kind of hidden and then years later decades later they were like oh yeah there's this stuff and then it's kind of like free to the public which makes sense with a lot of things, you know, yeah. you keep things hush-hush and then it just kind of loses interest or whatever. Right. Now we are going to jump into some explanations. So the original explanation, after reviewing the sensationalist Yeti hypothesis, which, I mean, I'm open to. <laughs> I believe in Yeti. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so an avalanche is the main theory so this is from wikipedia and this is i'm just gonna read it blank from here Mm -hmm. so this is their (coughs) hypothesis so the group woke up in a panic and they cut their way out of the tent because an avalanche had covered the entrance to their tent or because they scared they were scared that an avalanche was imminent uh better to have potentially repairable slit in the tent than it was being buried alive under tons of snow and they were poorly clothed because they had been sleeping. They ran to safety in nearby woods where trees would help. If slow. it was 30 below, you're not going to be sleeping in underwear. Oh, you don't sleep in your underwear when it's, you know, you're camping? Yeah, no, that's dumb. People don't sleep. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Anyway. First thing, wrong. <laughs> so <clears throat> they were poorly clothed because they were sleeping. You don't sleep in underwear. <sighs> okay. So they... If I was on American Idol, I'd hit the red X right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Okay. okay. Next. <laughs> And, okay, so the trees, we're going to save them. In the darkness of the night, they got separated into two or three groups. One group made a fire, hence the burned hands, while the others tried to return to the tent and recover their clothing since the danger had passed. But it was just too cold, and they all froze to death before they could locate their tent in the darkness. That's a valid theory, but I just don't think that was all of it. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like with the avalanche theory, it definitely, like, that could be yeah and that might be what is most likely but there's so many other things that aren't explained by that that right. just doesn't make sense right it could be one part of the puzzle yes it's like maybe there the was answer. an avalanche but there must have been other things going on right because <clears throat> it's just it just doesn't make there's sense there's too much yeah. yeah there's too much going on but one one quote that i found from a website it was like yeah people don't like the avalanche theory because it's too normal which, like, yeah, I guess. Like, I wanted to be a Yeti, too, so, like, ugh. But, like, if it was, they I would think say... I on the inside. That's the thing. That, that. Right. There are just more things that add up. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Where's the tongue? Okay, anyways. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so it was too cold, and they all froze to death before mm-hmm. they could locate their tent in the darkness. At some point, their clothes may have been recovered or swapped from the dead, but at any rate, the group of four whose body were... These are the people that were found, like, in the stream. So they were caught in the avalanche buried underneath uh, 15, 13 feet of snow. More than enough to account for the compelling natural force. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And they think that the gal's tongue 
was removed by just like a predator like a, a lion like I, a goat a, a bear? mountain goat came i don't down know and was like let me crack open your well that's the thing so if, if 13 you... feet under snow like, if she I, was found 13 feet uh-huh. under snow without a tongue, without eyeballs. So, like, if all the snow caused damage to her body, but not from the outside, from the inside. From the inside. How did they get to her? Yeah, I, there's so many things that we just don't know. Unless she lost her eyeballs and tongue prior to being buried. Yeah, maybe they were playing, like, truth or dare gone wrong. That's and not like... a thing. No, I don't think that was happening. They were playing strip poker. No. I solved it. They were playing. Jesus Christ. They were playing strip poker. And she was and totally naked. So they're like, well, you got to give us something. Let yep. me give, let me get your tongue. Give some flesh. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. No, that's just, just, that's wrong. Yeah. So some contradicting theories for the evidence, you know, some, some things that are like, mm, no, uh, the location of the incident did not have any obvious signs of an avalanche. So there we go. Right there. An avalanche would have left certain patterns and debris. Yeah. Bodies were found within a month of the event, and they were covered by a very shallow layer of snow. Hmm. If there had been an avalanche, significant, uh, significant uh, sufficient strength yeah. to sweep away the second party, Absolutely. those bodies would have been swept away as well. Just, just, wow. no. Science. <sighs> Science, bitch. So, over 100 expeditions to the region had been held since the incident, and none of them ever reported conditions that might create an avalanche. So, the, that area is just not prone to avalanches. What the hell? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, the dangerous conditions found in another nearby area were observed in April and May when the snowfalls of winter were melting. Uh, but during February, when the incident occurs, there were no such conditions. So, like, when they were hiking, that wasn't the time for avalanches because things weren't melting because sure. everything was just frozen. Wow. They analyzed the terrain and the slope. There was just... They, they found nothing. Yeah. And the tent had collapsed from the side, but not in a horizontal direction. So it was, like, ripped yeah. out, but not, like, pushed. Sure. Yeah. So many things. But it's good that they're, like, realizing oh, for sure. and recognizing this stuff mm-hmm. to, like, wow. Okay. Yes. Another <clears throat> creep. Ooh, this, I got goosebumps again. Okay. So the footprint patterns. Okay. Leading away from the tent were inconsistent with someone, let alone a group of nine people, running in a panic all of the footprints leading away were consistent walking at a normal pace oh my god they were not running uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so they just ripped out of their tent and just casually walked away oh i'm so uncomfortable <laughs> right now <laughs> <sighs> oh my god are you guys uncomfortable like, i'm sorry but hello? i'm not sorry because this stuff is amazing and this is this is one story that the first time i listened to it i was like on another podcast i was just like oh god oh no <laughs> and i think i listened to it again because i was like this is fucking bananas yeah yeah i need to cover up more it's so vulnerable <laughs> <laughs> an avalanche gonna get you no. <laughs> so, in minnesota yeah <laughs> okay <clears throat> another theory is catabatic winds i'm sorry so (laughs) so a catabatic wind is a drainage wind a wind that carries high density air from higher elevation down a slope under the force of gravity so such winds are sometimes called fall winds 
the spelling catabatic winds is also used so with a c versus a k so essentially it's just these like crazy winds on mountains they are rare events but can be extremely violent they were implicated in a 1978 case in a mountain in sweden where eight hikers were killed and one seriously injured um so it was kind of similar but it would have made it impossible to remain in the tent okay so yada 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 i literally just looked up so they stay around 10 knots which Mm -hmm. some can reach to hurricane speeds yep um but i literally looked up like the mortality rate and it specifically only talks about the Dyatlov Pass. Yeah, the Dyatlov. Yeah. The Dyatlov, yeah. Like, there's... Because it's, it's just, it's rare. Like, it doesn't really happen. But they're like, well, maybe so why the fuck would it happen? I mean, I guess that's fair if it's, like, the one time it were to happen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To them. But, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. I was just curious about the oh, mortality yeah, rate, so I was looking up. Go to check. So, another one is infrasound infrasound have you ever heard of infrasound no tell me what it is so this is another hypothesis popularized by a book called dead mountain so that's written by donnie eckhart came out in 2013 okay so is that a wind going around the dead mountain created a carmen vortex street which so we're going to explain what that is it's a repeating pattern of swirling vortexes and vortices uh caused by an unknown oh my gosh i can't i promise i can talk everyone trust me it's a traumatic it's time it's okay it's, it's late so caused by a process known as vortex shedding uh science which is responsible for the unsteady separation of flow of fluid around blunt bodies so apparently but like so this is a crazy vortex and it can create infrasound so it is infrasound sometimes referred to as a low frequency sound describes sound waves with a frequency below the lower Im- limit of uh, audibility so yep. it's a sound that we can't hear yeah hearing becomes gradually less sensitive as the yep. frequency decreases so that can produce panic attacks in humans and yeah. so, so like it's- so that's like, a theory. Like your central nervous system kind yeah. of thing. Like you just start, you just go crazy. Okay. So. Oh, oh, ooh. Okay. I just looked it up. Okay. At high volumes, infrasound can directly affect the nervous system yep. and eventually organ rupture, even death from mm. prolonged exposure. Yes. So that explains the body the going inside boom. out. It's also crazy. Like, imagine waking up and being like, what's going on? Everyone's panicked. But if they were panicked, why did they walk? Right. You think if you were panicked, you would run. Do you think they under were aware they that they were, their body it? was panicking? Maybe. Maybe I they just know. felt weird. Because, like... <laughs> Maybe they just kind of think the vibes What is off. God's frequency? <laughs> God's frequency is 39.17. You don't know that. No. I mean, okay. okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, God's frequency. I feel like that's... That's that's a very possible thing. I think it's very rare. Yes, very rare, but plausible. Wow. So, because like the only experience I've I've had with like sound and how it can affect the human body is from the show The Blacklist, mm-hmm. and one of the blacklisters uses 
Um, and so he was affected by sound as a mm-hmm. child. So he was like deaf growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had hearing aids. And but he, so he would torture the people from the company that hurt him, Ooh. and playing sounds that they couldn't hear, but uh. that would like affect their ears to uh. start bleeding. And like yep. he put them in a tub of water, oh, and it was just like disgustingly crazy. Creepy. But I feel like sound can super fuck you up if it needs to. Oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. Can, can like you that... imagine these poor people <sighs> in the nineteen forties or fifties? Like fifty nine. Yeah, fifty nine. Like, they're just trying to smoke some weed and peace out <laughs> and, like, maybe swing They're just dance. trying to get certified for their level, their, level like, three. Level three so that they can, you know, have and their then, little badge on their Boy Scout thing. I don't And, like, the universe is just, like, psych. <laughs> I'm going to give yeah. you everything that's crazy that's All the literally bad never happened mm-hmm. until this moment and yeah. hasn't happened since it's 2021, and I have never heard of that. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's definitely possible. There, there are more. There are more theories. Yes. Okay. So according to this theory, uh, generated by the wind, so the infrasound generated by the wind, blah blah blah, yep, passed over, so that could be, you know, that could cause the physical discomfort and mental distress in the hikers. He claims that because of their panic. The hikers were driven to leave the tent by whatever means necessary, and they fled down the slope. But they didn't flee. They walked. So it's it's not cohesive. And by the time they were further down the hill, they would have been out of the infrasound's path. They would have regained their composure. But in the darkness, they were unable to return to shelter. So the traumatic injuries suffered by the three victims that were, were the result of stumbling over the ledge of a ravine in the darkness, landing on the rocks at the bottom. Oh That's his God. theory about the three people. So they were like, oh my God, sound, don't know what's going on. Busted out of their tent, walked a little bit, regained their consciousness, and they were like, who? Okay, where are we? Gather their bearings, and then they just fucking fell off a cliff. That's valid. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. I know. Don't go hiking. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave your house. <laughs> like, waking up, being super disoriented. Mm-hmm ripping out of your tent and not understanding where you are mm-hmm. or like that would What's make sense on, on why they were walking because they're like maybe holding their head and they're like what that could the fuck be is up. going on mm-hmm. wow so that wow. is the infrasound theory okay so another one it's military tests so speculation exists that the campsite unfortunately fell in the path of the Soviet parachute mine exercise. So this theory alleges that the hikers were woken up by loud explosions, fled the pen- fled the tent in a shoeless panic, and found themselves unable to return. So they were just like, whoa! Yeah. And some members froze, blah, blah, blah. But the thing, I just... The thing that gets me is, like... Obviously, if they were, like, stressed out, maybe they walked away from... But I just, in my mind, if I ripped myself out of a tent, I wouldn't get up and walk. You think they would yeah. just go, unzip it, walk out. It's kind of chill. That was so, like... I Okay, I can't make a zipper song. No, that was it, yeah. I just... I just... I don't know. Don't know. So far, I'm on the sound train. Yeah. I definitely... I like the sound one. Yeah. So there are records of parachute mines being tested in the Soviet military in that area around the time. Uh, parachute mines, uh, blah, 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 parachute mines, 
while still so they detonate while still in the air rather than upon striking earth's surface Hmm. and they produce signature injuries similar to those experienced by the hikers which were the heavy internal damage not really much external trauma and the theory coincides with the reported sightings of glowing orange orbs floating falling in the sky in the general vicinity of the hikers Mm -hmm. so these people just were in the wrong place at the wrong time like times 10 they not not very lucky people wow yes so moving on some speculate that the bodies were unnaturally manipulated due to the characteristic liver mortis liver mortis oh liver oh they have a picture oh god <laughs> and then, okay i'm Can on I wikipedia if you want yeah go yeah. on wikipedia look it up and then it's oh. just okay liver mortis see a dead body okay so liver mortis is the fourth stage of death one of the signs of death also called as hypostasis ah so it means the settling of blood in the lower prone portion of the body so like if you lay on the ground your butt's gonna be full of blood we definitely need to have a disclaimer for this episode this gets real dark oh oh god so it's the discolor yeah did you see the picture of the man with his face with the covered up with the cloth uh no but i'm just looking at like other pictures of it and it's this is what pulled up from my i see oh my god oh it's like i follow crime scene cleanup god like i like i i've watched crime scene cleanup videos so like which guys i literally can't watch those like it was too much for me yeah like i I follow them on instagram and like tiktok and stuff and i'll just be like scrolling through and i'm like oh it's blood okay it kind of like throws me off but yeah i just oh god i feel like i have to be like aware like hey i'm going to watch this crazy stuff not just like randomly looking through wikipedia learning about this and then be like oh okay all right so a similar theory alleges that the testing of radiological weapons and partly based on the discovery of radioactivity on some of the clothing as well as the bodies so they kind of were described by relatives as having orange skin gray hair no yeah so however radioactive dispersal would have affected all of the hikers and all their equipment instead of just some of it so the hair and discoloration can be explained by the natural process of mummification after three months of exposure to cold and winds so it's just i don't know so the the group's disappearance by the soviet authorities is sometimes mentioned as evidence of a cover-up but the concealment of information regarding domestic incidents uh was standard procedure of the ussr and it was far from peculiar like that's just what they did at that time no that's just what they did Uh. yeah so by the late 18 18 by the late 1980s all of the Dyatlov files have been released in some manner. But until then, everything was just like, nope. We're just going to hush, hush. 20 years. Just weird. I know. It's creepy. Okay. Which makes me think that they, like, solved it or, like, had to, I feel had like to deal with some someone shit. Someone knew. Like, so- obviously. Someone knew something. Maybe not all of it. Yeah. But, yeah. They had to solve something before mm-hmm. they could be like, hey, yep. public. Hey, world. Hey, public. <laughs> this happened. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. 
So since it was released initially that they died of hypothermia, they were like, oh, well, the paradoxical undressing, which you talked about sure. when you yeah. have hypothermia. It's like, ooh, I'm so hot. I'm going to take off my clothes because that's a, a stage of hypothermia, unfortunately. Yep. So it just the others in the group appeared to have acquired additional clothing. So they were of sound mind to add layers. So like mm-hmm. that doesn't, hypothermia doesn't, or that specific paradoxical undressing doesn't go along with the people that were found with like more some clothes. more clothes on yeah. them. Some that was burned. They, they were trying to like right. scavenge and take stuff from the other dead bodies so oh my god yeah and that's that's kind of all that's kind of all she wrote some people uh there's a lot of different things you know people are like oh yeti aliens this that who knows like who knows yeah and it's unfortunate that the people were like oh it's probably the local people it's like no they were known to be peaceful there was no evidence of anyone approaching the tent, like I said, with the footprints. So, I some people were like, oh, wildlife, there were no animal tracks. Yeah. And if it was animals, they wouldn't have abandoned their tent. You know, like they would have stayed together, mm-hmm. fended for themselves. I just... I'm leaning towards that sound thing. Yeah. I feel like, like that a weird once in a million lifetime. Just a fluke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very creepy, though. Wow. So, now that we've gotten through all the set, well, the creepy, creepy unsettling things, I found a website, it's uh, bbcnews.com, or bbc.co.uk. Yeah. Get it right? And they have photos of all the individuals, and they also have some quotes from their journals, letters that were sent to home Mm -hmm. before they went on this expedition. I'm not going to read all of them, but they're very sad. I'm not going to read all of them because they are sad, but yeah. there was one. Uh, so one of the gals, she this is a quote from a letter back home. In the train, we all sang songs accompanied by a mandolin. Then out of the blue, a really drunk guy came out to the boys and accused them of stealing a bottle of vodka. He demanded it back and threatened to punch him in the teeth, but he couldn't prove anything. Eventually, he got lost. We sang and sang, and no one even noticed how we slipped into this discussion about love. And kisses, in particular. Ugh. And then, this quote makes me sad. I love how they, like, beautifully wrote back then. Oh, yeah. The verbiage was just incredible. Impeccable. Okay. This one is from another one of the girls, or the other girl. We are going camping. Ten of us. And it's a great bunch of people. I have all the warm clothes I need, so don't worry about me. How are you? Has the cow calved yet? I love her milk. Oh my god. That one makes me sad. Wow. Like, I have all my warm clothes, don't worry. It's like, fuck, dude. (laughs) So. I hope their souls are okay. Yeah. Yeah, there was another quote that I found, and it was, I think when the people... When the search and rescue party first found their tent, in the tent, they found, like, a flask of vodka and, like, in amongst all their other stuff. And then they just kind of, like, sat down in a circle and they gave a toast. And they were, like, oh, like, toast to, like, us finding them. And then one guy was, like, oh, no, let's let's toast to their, their souls and eternal peace because they're Thank obviously God. not alive. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That makes me so sad. This last one is from a journal. I'm not going to read many more, but yeah. this one is... Uh, here it is. So, it turns out that this is our last day of civilization and the last chance me and Lydia have to sleep in beds. Tonight, we are going to be in a tent. I just... just so sad. So sorry, everyone. <laughs> it's... Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. God, oh. that makes me sad. I, like, don't know how to respond <laughs> to this now. I feel like... Oh, I, I feel like it just makes it cry. more real, too, because it's it not... It really does. Like, reading... I, 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 that's why I wanted to find different articles. So, obviously, just to, like, have the proper citations. Well, I got all this information from Wikipedia, because that's... There's, they have everything there. So, you know, it's concise. Mm-hmm and nationalgeographic.com as well as the bbc news but the bbc news had all of the quotes and lots wow. of pictures which makes it more sad too and i also i want to apologize for not pronouncing their names but like i would have butchered them and i didn't want to disgrace their names <laughs> yeah because they deserve better so holy shit yeah well so, may they rest in peace sorry everyone Wow. <laughs> uh, um moving on (laughs) yeah i guess on that note um i will teach you about ventriloquy now ventriloquy i'm so sad i'm sorry like that was such a somber horrifying story yeah and it's it's one that it's not super pop like obviously it's popular in the community of people that are like the about it crazy shit that is still not explained yeah like the unsolved stuff but more people need to hear that more people story. need to hear about it just i feel like it's for the important people. yeah who okay ventriloquism do we need to take a second do some jumping jacks yeah right go hug your dog it's okay i hope you guys are okay okay now we're gonna like light it up a little bit yes please do a lot i, I will always bring it down so okay. please bring it up bring it up <laughs> Episode 16, Ventriloquism. Ventriloquism, known as the art of throwing the voice or uttering sounds so that they seem to come from somewhere else. Basically, your voice is disguised. Uh, It was formally supposed to result from a peculiar peculiar use of the stomach during inhalation. Um, So, Ventriloquy? Loic? I can't read my own handwriting. Love that. Basically, I can't read text, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing better than Times New Roman is oh. difficult. No, I use Miranda. Thank you. Okay. Um, the, when you break down the word, it means belly speaking. Uh-huh. All right. So it's tones being muffled by narrowing, um, the glottis and the mouth being opened as little as possible with the tongue being retracted and only the tip of your tongue moving. Mm. The pressure on the vocal cords diffuses the sound. The greater the pressure, the greater illusion of the distance. Oh. Yeah. Do you need to crack open? Yep. All right. Okay. I muted my mic so it wasn't as loud, but I think it was still loud. It was still like in. Yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, God. Yeehaw. Okay. Apple juice. Okay. Continue. All right. So typically a figure or a dummy is used to accompany the ventriloquist. I love they call it a dummy. I know. It's my dummy. My dummy. (laughs) Um, They use the dummy 
by moving its mouth while keeping their mouths shut. Um, if the ventriloquist doesn't use a dummy, they use pantomiming to direct attention to the location that they're speaking of. Um, so, like, they're going to direct the audience's attention um, to the location or object from which the sound comes from. Mm-hmm. So, uh, ventriloquism is an ancient origin, which I didn't realize that. Um, it's found in Egyptian and Hebrew archaeology. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Eurycles of Athens was the most celebrated Greek ventriloquist and um, better known as like belly prophets. They were also uh, the people who celebrated him, followed his ways, uh-huh. um, were called Eurycles. Okay. Also known as belly prophets. I like belly prophets better. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what, so, do you, what do you do for fun? I'm a belly prophet. Yeah. You wouldn't understand. I don't get it. Um, so the first known ventriloquist was Louis Brabant, who was the valet to the French king Francis I in the 16th century. Um, prior to more knowledge of ventriloquism, the voices were thought to be voices of the dead. So people, as in the church, believed (laughs) the church, (laughs) the disease. Of course they did. (laughs) It's the dead. People believed that the deceased took over the bodies in the stomach. I mean. So they yeah. thought the demons would take over in your stomach and be like, wah, 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 you know. Do they, Okay, so if they thought the demons were in your, in your tummy, mm-hmm. do they also think that like the devil caused people to toot? Maybe. I just. I, A little <laughs> fluff. Yeah, I mean. I, I feel like that was unholy, so I mean everything was unholy at some point. So like, <laughs> okay, I, I <laughs> so because of that, ventriloquists would interpret the voices as though they could talk to the dead or to the gods. Um, in the Middle Ages, ventriloquism was known as spiritual spiritualism, mm-hmm. and in along, not along. I don't know why I said along. It just came out of me. Along, um, along. Um, in the 18th century, that's when it kind of shifted from spiritualism to entertainment. So, um, the first known was Louis Robin, and in Europe and the U.S., ventriloquism is now more of a popular entertainment. Um, I don't know if the name Edgar Bergen mm. sounds familiar. It's Edgar. He oh. had a, a dummy named Charlie McCarthy. He was pretty popular. Hmm. I, what year was that? Um... <laughs> It gets to it. I'm, I want it. It didn't specifically say, uh, but me, me being like the vintage person I am, by the photos, it was somewhere between the 30s and the 40s. Okay, we'll go with that then. Just from like my personal. Well, I feel like with yes. like yeah, I mean even in the last episode, it was like where when was Sarah Winchester born? Uh, either 39 or 40. Who knows? Like they didn't keep yeah. track of birthdays. So yeah. Um, and then there was La uh, Lobert. Robert, Robert, what a character. (laughs) Love that guy. Robert Lamoureux. He was from France. Does he know Robert? Robert. (laughs) Anyways, so there's two main different types of ventriloquism. There's distant and there's near. Mm. Um, So a lot of ventriloquism acts were a part of like traveling fairs or circuses. So... They would use distant ventriloquism to make this, the voices seem further away. And the voice was enhanced by the acting of 
the ventriloquist. Oh. So like if they weren't using a or if they were using a dummy or if they weren't using a dummy, um, depending on how the ventriloquist would act along with the scene, mm-hmm. that would tell people like if it was further away or not. Okay, and then there was near ventriloquism where the actor performer would actually interact with their dummy. Um, Irishman James Byrne was considered the father of near ventriloquism. Um, in 1886, Fred Russell began performing at the Palace Theatre in London. He worked with his figure called Coaster Joe, and he was a huge influence. He was known as the father of modern ventriloquism. Um, and around the 18th century, that's, like I said, it started to change from like spiritualism to entertainment Mm -hmm. and it became more of a comedy thing before comedy was a thing yep uh british man arthur prince worked with sailor jim his dummy becoming the highest paid entertainer on the music hall circuit Mm -hmm. in the united states and this is this is what i was kind of thinking it was like anywhere from the late 20s to the 40s the great lester became famous with his dummy frank byron jr do you think they named him themselves I feel like they had to. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, what do you look like? You look like a Freddy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Jack. Wow, Frank. Wow, look at you. <laughs> wow, wow. That's exactly. That's how they talked back then. Yeah. 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 I, that, yeah. that accent. I yeah. love it. Wow. <laughs> what y'all look at that? Oh, oh. Okay, I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> um, Edgar was his student. Um, so the Great Lester was like the guy. Mm-hmm. And Edgar Bergen was his student, and he became more famous than Lester himself. He began to appear in movies and was a huge movie star. Um, young Walt Disney actually got the idea to take his uh, character and create merchandise and create like little figurines oh, for people to cute. take home, which I thought was kind of cool. I love that. Um, Bergen, Berger, excuse me. Burger Bergen. Monster. No, okay. Bergen. Yes, I just can't read my own fucking Berger. handwriting. Okay. Bergen was followed by Paul Winchell, Jimmy Nelson, uh, Senor, Senor, Wences, and Sherry Lewis. They all appeared on TV, becoming huge stars. During the 1960s and 70s, the ventriloquism popularity dropped significantly. Willie Tyler did like a Motown concert and some TV shows, but his most notable appearance was on a McDonald's commercial. (laughs) Which I think is pretty That's cool. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sherry Lewis went the educational route. She was the female of the group, mm-hmm. and she did Lamb Chop. Do you know the show Lamb Chop or like the books? Did I, you ever? I've heard. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's just like later familiar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My mom is Aww. familiar with that kind of thing. I feel like your parents would be Probably, too. Probably. Yeah. Um, Jay Johnson was another performer. He did TV, the TV show Soap. Um, Ron spelled R-O-N-N because he knew that he meant business. Oh, yeah. He went a new route and got a puppet with a bigger mouth. Um, He created the Cowboy Billy scene. And that's how we know him as today is like ventriloquists have dummies with bigger mouths. Like, think of Sesame Street. It's like more dramatic. Yes. Like everything is bigger. Exaggerated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, So today... The art is currently at its all-time high of popularity. Oh. Right? I know. I was like, (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Nowadays? Yeah. Yeah. Events happen all the time. 
I have um, seen Jeff Dunham live, so like yep. I guess. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so he became popular from Comedy Central. Terry Fader won America's Got Talent along with Darcy Lynn, who was a child ventriloquist, mm. who also won America's Got Talent. Um, events happen all the time, including the International Ventriloquist Convention. Convention? Get it? Ventriloquist? Ah! I was like, can you not say convention? <laughs> I was like, huh? There are regularly five to six hundred ventriloquist attendees. That's a lot of them. I know. It used to be like four. <laughs> and now it's like six hundred. Um, they are held yearly in July near Fort Mitchell, Kentucky, which is the home of the Vent Haven Ventriloquist Museum. Tom Crowell, if you're interested in uh, ventriloquist after, or ventriloquism mm-hmm. after hearing this, and you're like, I want to learn how to do that, lucky no. you, Tom Crowell offers online training at learn.ventriloquism.com. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so I found that information on the International Ventriloquism website, mm-hmm. and also... Another website that I didn't write down. Hashtag. Oh, yeah. That one. I, I know where I need to about. do better research. Yeah. And then I was kind of thinking, and I was like, man, how... This has to cost, like, a ton of money. Yeah. But it actually doesn't. So their oh. dummies start at $50, and they can go up to $1,500. So you can oh. have, like, like a cool, like, regular mm-hmm. dummy, but then you can have, like, a bougie-ass Bugatti. Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, a Bugatti. You know, you may ask, how much do ventriloquists make? Yeah, how much well, do they make? I'll tell you. Um, up to $30 an hour. Oh. Uh, annually, about $62,443. 62 grand for being talented. That is... That's a lot of... for them. I know, like, like, I, that's a lot of money I for... I love that, though. Yeah. That is super cool. I think it's cool. I was absolutely freaking baffled that we are at the most Yeah, that popularity. just that threw me for a loop. I was like, I are, when like when was this article written? <laughs> this it was like updated like, yo, recently. Yeah, oh no, for yeah. sure. But like in my head, I was like, are, are you sure? Like, yeah. I, well, I mean, the 16th century had Louis uh, Louis Brabant uh, and. Uh, no other examples. That's true. And then now we have there more was than one. So Henry King in the 17th century. That's true. And then the 18th century came around and oh lord, got a couple and then yeah, we, it just kind of built from there. Went up in there. Wow. Yeah, I guess in that's the 18th really century cool. is that's to be said when it was like perfected, mm-hmm. especially in India yeah, and China. Huh. Yeah. So what made you interested in picking that topic? I didn't know about it. Okay. I don't know. I was like, ventriloquism. It's uh, something I've never really researched, and it's a very odd, like, random topic. Like, it's very... But it kind of seemed like... I wanted to pick something that was kind of, like, magical in a way. Oh, and yeah. I feel like ventriloquism is kind mm-hmm. of magical in the way that it's, like, an illusion. Yeah. So. That is really cool, though. I don't know. I yeah. like that. We could talk about illusionists and, like, Ooh, magicians, yes. too. Like, Ooh. So I thought of magicians, but then I also thought, like, Penn and Teller... Do you know them? Mm-hmm. So, um, magicians are very secretive about their work. They and are. And I feel like it would take a lot of time and research to figure out 
yeah history of magic yeah well i mean you could even do like just i don't know even like houdini like you can do a lot of Mm -hmm. there's a lot of good research on houdini um he was really popular in the spiritualist community yeah he had a lot to do with stuff like that i think it's definitely possible we just wouldn't be able to talk about like stuff that they actually did yeah he's like we don't know yeah that's really cool it was just so random because we were talking about what we wanted to talk about for this episode yeah and i had mentioned my topic and then you're like i'm gonna do ventriloquism and i was like what the fuck i'm like okay (laughs) like that's cool yeah (laughs) i was like i'm looking forward to hearing about it because i don't why not i've never heard it it on a podcast exactly yeah i was like our podcast is the the first there we go yes let's let's go yeah so i I like that obscure specific topics but that's good yeah yeah why not so i don't think i'm ever gonna try it i mean i can talk with my mouth closed (gasps) do it right now well i that you can't put me on a spot like that i'm staring into your soul oh yeah i know you show me that i really hope she goes like I, like, like, puff my mouth up with air, mm-hmm. and I can, like, talk. But, like, it, like the sound just, like, comes, like, through her face or, like, through her nose. and I don't know where it comes from. I think it comes from your stomach. It comes from the demons and in my stomach. And it's from the demons in your gut. Yeah. Yep. Quick, go tell the church. Yep. Oh, no! Gotta grab the holy water. Gonna get it. you. Gonna get me. Yeah, so. Hope That's you liked cool. it. That was kind of fun. That was really fun. I like that. That's really cool. I'm honestly glad that we ended on me and not you. You know, yeah, we, we ended on a good note. Yeah. I, I feel like that. people would have stopped listening to us and been like, well. Never doing this again. Never listening to them again. They just make me sad. Never listening to anything again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck, yeah. that was sad. I, but yeah. Now you can be like trying to talk with your mouth closed. Yeah, just like. Rrr. Go look in the mirror. Only I move the like... tip of your tongue. I feel like I always wanted to do that. I mean, I kind of did, like, have you ever done, if you have, that was, that was a run-on sentence. Okay. <laughs> if you have, if you're, like, in a dark room and you have a flashlight and you do, like, shadow puppets. Yeah. Like, I always like to Brian do. Brian and I did that, like, two weeks ago. Oh, we, uh, Brian and I do it all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's the best. But I, like, growing up, got really good at certain, like, hand. So, like, I can make it Ooh. look, like, I, I got it down, like. I will give myself. You can tell you were homeschooled. Shut up! (laughs) No, so (laughs) I saw an opportunity. I had to take it. You got to take those when they come. Um, No, but the other night, I don't know. We were we were going to bed, and Red like had they got like this new cool flashlight, and it was like oh, and of course that makes sense to shine a bright. Yeah, that's what it sounds like when it's burning my cornas. (laughs) Cornas. Cornas. My eyes. Oh, my corner. It is two a.m. We yeah. need to not be awake. No, it's fine. Um, but he, he was shining around, and then I was like, "Shine at the wall," and he was like, "Okay." And then I just like created this whole scene, and it was it was great. It was impeccable. I love that. All the different characters. That's amazing. Yeah, but I was not. I I wasn't not moving my mouth, so like I was actually it wasn't it wasn't ventriloquism, but it was fun. It was like kind of close puppets amazing well um thanks for listening everybody yeah i'm maddie by the way and i'm allison we were gonna say that at the beginning but we got yeah we got too excited we jumped right in yeah it's fine i'm sure we'll get the hang of like what we say Mm -hmm. when we start it off eventually or maybe not we'll get it yeah uh we made playlists i made playlists for everybody yes everyone Um, in the whole world yeah 
to get to know us oh. more a little bit. So we have a, oh. they're linked to our, um, our Spotify oh, on yes. our website. Yep. Um, and there's a Salem one where you're, you're feeling kind of sassy and witchy, witchy and you're like, ooh, you sit on your throne oh. and you grab your goblet and you're like, yes, this is my shit. Of chocolate milk. Of chocolate milk or, you know, mayo, mm-hmm. whatever you drink. <laughs> Hellman's mayonnaise. Please don't drink a <laughs> goblet of mayo. If you do, I'm have you arrested. <laughs> well, you're committing a hate crime against mayonnaise. That is just. Anyways. No, that's a hate crime against humanity. <laughs> okay. Well, so there's that one, okay. and then there's one called Align. That's like kind of yoga and relaxing and like meditative, and then there's. <laughs> Two specific ones for her and I. Um, oh my God. One's ca- hers is called Sagittarius. Where it's I'm like Sagittarius and sassy. All of Allie's music, which is oh. fucking chaotic. And yeah, then there's, there's like it's everything. It's, and then there's good. mine, which is kind of basic and just like that's good though. It's my like, it's favorite still, tunes. I feel like it's just more organized. Mine's just like blah. But. Yours is just like Cardi B, and then we, it's we like go from Cardi B to like girl shit, and then it's like emo as hell, yeah. and then it's like maybe a country song. I, I you know, it's I think just like I think there's wagon wheel tossed in there, so and then you bizarre. got like WAP, and then you got probably maybe some John Mayer. I don't know. Yeah, it's you know? just it's chaotic. I it's great. Yeah, I like so a little bit of everything. Check out our uh, playlists. Heck yeah! And if you want to check out our Instagram, yeah. it's it's not a phase pod. Yes, it is. Our website is www.itsnotafacemompodcast.com. You always say that. www. It's www. Three W's. Fuck! Yeah. You're misleading people. I literally say You're the reason we don't have listeners. I. That's why no one can find the whip. Okay. www. Is that three? Can I not count? Oh my gosh. Okay. www. I literally have done two every time. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's Our, not a phase mompodcast.com. I'm just going to stop saying the W's because I'm not fucking We have a TikTok. We do. It's we need uh, to do more with it. not a phase mom podcast. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook. It's not a phase mom podcast. We're on Patreon where you can get special deals. Heck yeah. Deals, deals, deals. deals. Free stuff. Free. Uh, it's not a phase mom. Yeah. And we're available on so many different streaming platforms. Forms, yes. including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, Castbox, and that's it. Yep. Woo! So check us out. Tell your friends. Tell yeah. your fam. Tell your puppies. Tell, tell your enemies. Yeah. <laughs> tell your enemies about us. Yeah. Do it. Just specifically all, tell them about this all, episode. We're we like, I want you to cry. <laughs> yeah. No. Yep. We're going to open up. Oh, piano. also, please, please, with uh, a cherry on top, if you want to. You don't have to, but please. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we so desperate right now? You know, we're not desperate. We're okay. just needy. Okay, great. If you guys want to, uh, hop on to Apple Podcast or any other things. Oh, yeah. Leave us a review. Leave us a review possibly five stars that'd be super dope yeah we we've had so many sweet reviews given to us oh my gosh if you've ever like left us a review yeah i cry for you like i appreciate it so much so much like we we're very sensitive and when things like that happen (laughs) we're just like oh my god we just like 
it yeah. makes our it makes our day makes our week makes really our life great. like really just yeah. please we thank you for that but yeah. yeah you're the reason we do what we do heck yeah it's fun oh i feel like we're talking with them we are hello and like okay we only have like 40 some listeners right now but honestly if i had to stand up and talk in front of a 40 person room mm-hmm. i'd be nervous so yeah that's true y'all are a crowd i'm mm-hmm. happy you are i'm satisfied exactly and I'm it's fun it. too you know it we, we we don't have to do it for millions of people like yeah so we, we got you guys are all we need exactly yep Heck all right know. well blessed be yep you know we love you get a good night's sleep drink or... some water or you know have a bang and just nope drink some water i think you need some water <laughs> You need to go to bed. Yeah. Dude, it's 2.15. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We will see you guys next week. We love you. See you next week. Stay spooky. Bye.